Fred Rachani, TSC. Whoa, what what a story we have here. Uh, so, if you've never heard of this loser uh, named Chad Wheeler, hopefully you never will again. Uh, this man, I don't know how to say allegedly because there, there's pictures and everything. Uh, this man, an offensive tackle who's downright offensive, attempted to murder his girlfriend. This giant white dude attempted to murder his tiny black girlfriend. And what annoys me, what pisses me off, isn't just the act of violence that this person who played for the Giants and most recently the Seahawks enacted, or allegedly enacted. What also uh, angers me, annoys me, is like the lack of media coverage. Now, it's, it's gotten bigger over the course of the day. Media outlets are picking it up. Uh, but it just there's there's a lot to unpack here. You know what? Let me just start with the actual story itself, and then I'll get to some of my particular gripes on on the coverage here. So last night, I guess I only saw this on Twitter. It wasn't on ESPN. It wasn't on NFL Network. Uh, last night, but it was amplified today in the morning by Emmanuel Acho. It was reported, uh, according to the Seattle Times, that Chad Wheeler, formerly of the Seahawks tried to kill his girlfriend because she wouldn't bow to him. You heard that right. Bow to him. He was even surprised at her survival, which is just insane. Um, and there's a picture here, if you're watching the live stream, of, of the woman's uh, injuries, which are horrific. Here's one uh, qu- quote from her testimony. What was most terrifying was how cold he was. He thought I was dead on my bed and continued to eat dinner. When I ran into the bathroom, he said, wow, you're still alive while sipping on a smoothie. Now, it took several hours for the Seahawks, for whatever reason, to make a statement and say that he's no longer with the team. It took about four hours ago, roughly, give or take. But, you know, perhaps they were, get, they were you know, gathering information, uh, whatever the, the case may be. Here, here's what NBC Sports said. Three years after Chad Wheeler was arrested on felony domestic violence, the Seahawks' backup offensive tackle has been released from King County Jail on a $400,000 bond. I don't know about y'all, but if somebody attempts murder, uh, I, I don't think I'd be giving him bond no matter what. He's accused of assaulting his girlfriend in Kent, Washington. The alleged incident occurred early Saturday. The Seattle Times first reported the news. He was also ordered not to have contact with the alleged victim and surrender all weapons. I mean, I guess there's that. Police responded to a call of a woman locked in a bathroom following a, quote, physical fight with her boyfriend. Yeah, physical fight when the dude is like 6'5", and she's like 140 pounds. Um, Utterly ridiculous. Uh, Absolutely disgusting. Now, the the scumbag loser did say, it is time for me to walk away from football and get the help I need to never pose a threat to another. Okay. Okay. But it ain't up to him. One, for the love of God, the legal system better do right by this poor woman. Because I, I know this guy also had a shady background. Uh, I believe he went to school in, in USC. He had a kind of a shady background there. But this is, I mean, this is like attempted murder. You you got to freaking put this guy in, in jail for life or close to life. As for the NFL, what can they do? Well, what they can do is make sure that no team ever signs him again. And by formally suspending him indefinitely, banning him for life, we are at the point now where we're less than two weeks away from the Super Bowl. And... We've seen all these all these statements, all these beautiful statements by by the NFL, right? 
Oh, it takes all of us. It takes all of us. We care about black people. We care about black women. We care about women in general. We care about minorities. We care about diversity. We care about all this stuff. And meanwhile, we're, we're just coming off of beyond the Texans' embarrassing coaching search. The, the most offensive hiring period I, I've seen in recent years. And before people start with, oh, it's about who's most qualified. I mean, look. If Eric Bieniemy isn't the most qualified to you, other than Doug Peterson, who's already got a Super Bowl ring, you're freaking smoking something. So it, let's just keep it right there. Let's keep 100 right there. More on that in a little bit. But they have to do something formally here. And, and what, what also pisses me off, right? And look, if the NFL is going to suspend him indefinitely, ban him for life within the next couple of days, cool, cool. That's, that's, that's fine. If you want to investigate whatever, I think they should have at least released a statement today or Saturday or whenever the hell they got the damn news rather than most of us finding out on a Wednesday. That's just my opinion. But if the NFL is to enact some action right away, great. If they don't, shame on them. It's the Super Bowl. It's the most publicized two weeks of the year. They need to show people that they practice what they preach. On top of all of that... The media coverage, this whole BS. And look, I'm not trying to pick on some social media managers or interns making a few bucks an hour here, but there was barely any social media coverage of this from NFL media. Barely, I don't think there was any coverage of this from SportsCenter and ESPN until you know the Seattle Times had tweeted a story hours before until Emmanuel Acho, kudos to him, amplified the story, plot rap replies, amplified the story. He had a statement here. I thought it was a... A, a good tweet, an appropriate tweet. You should be embarrassed. I've been watching ESPN all morning, and y'all haven't said one thing about Chad Wheeler arrested for beating up his girlfriend. And this happened Monday night, and it ain't, and it still ain't news. Hashtag two different Americas. Yeah, yeah. Now, some people will say, well, maybe the, the Washington State's different with the mugshots. Maybe Washington State's different when when it comes to acquiring evidence or whatever. Hmm. You know, you didn't seem to have a hard time acquiring. Any videos of Ray Rice? You didn't seem to have a hard time acquiring videos of, well, you know, Kareem Hunt. Now, look, for those that have followed me for years, you know I have zero, zero, excuse me, zero tolerance for domestic violence. Zero tolerance. I think the NFL should, too. That being said, no domestic violence case, no case in general that involves violence is the same. Do I condone what a guy like Kareem Hill did or Kareem Hunt did? Excuse me. No. Do I, do I condone what Tyreek Hill did? Again, my words mixed up here and all these Chiefs, former Chiefs. No, I don't. Now, do I think somebody should necessarily, if they prove to rehabilitate themselves, all that jazz, get a second chance? Sure. Sure. But there's a big difference from what happened with Kareem Hunt, which, again, I don't condone, and a guy who pretty much tried to commit murder. There are levels here, and I think this is enough. There's enough circumstantial evidence. There's enough perfect details. There's enough BS coming out of this dude's mouth on his own Twitter account. I can barely talk. I'm so disgusted by this that the NFL should just ban him for life. He's a bum anyway. Even if he was an all pro, they should still ban him for life and make an example. And this should be the start, or I guess the restart, of the NFL practicing what they preach. It takes all of us. If it takes all of us, ban this mofo for life. If it takes all of us, why did Richie Incognito get a job? And I, know, I think he's retired now, but why did he get a job a year after threatening to 
kill everybody at a funeral home and cut his dad's head off. His dead dad's head off. That's a real story, by the way. You can Google it. Nothing against the guy. I hope he's in a better place mentally. But I'm just saying, where do you draw the line here? You want to suspend Kareem Hunt for half a season and almost end his career? Okay. Okay. Fine. Whatever. If you have a zero tolerance policy for domestic violence and violence and whatever and all that crap, fine. But be consistent. So hoping the NFL can, can take swift action here. Another thing, too. What do you think a guy like Antonio Brown is innocent or not with, with his civil suit and all that jazz? You know, that's a, another example I'm going to point out here. It took how many weeks? How, how many weeks of, of the NFL taking some action on Antonio Brown last year? I mean, it was ridiculous. Or, or the year before that, whatever it was. It was just It dragged on and on to the point where people stopped asking about it and people were wondering whether it's still ongoing or not because the NFL wasn't, one, they took forever, two, they weren't transparent. And again, I'm not trying to pick on Antonio Brown or Kareem Hunt or anybody else. I'm just saying, like, practice what you preach. Be consistent. And in the case of media, be consistent. If you're going to have Kareem Hunt and Ray Rice all up in the videos, if you're somehow magically going to be able to get footage of Tiger Woods at a police station, okay, if a scumbag white athlete does something just as horrific or worse, give them the same coverage. Give them the same framing. And in general... Okay, no matter what background, in general, if there are some horrific details about an alleged incident, particularly involving an athlete you're supposed to be covering, give a trigger warning and give the details. Don't sugarcoat it. Don't whitewash it. Don't like don't downplay it. It ain't your job to downplay it or whatever the case may be. That's the the lawyer of of the alleged perpetrator's job. Okay, you ain't the lawyer here. Okay, you're the media outlet. Cover it like you would cover anybody else and any other case enough of this double standard crap enough of this i'm just i'm just tired of it i'm appalled i hope this woman ha- gets some help and i don't know look if it takes all of us right here's what the seahawks should do and i know they cut him and that's great kudos to them even though they should have announced that they cut him the moment they got the details and he got arrested because you better believe they heard before today you better believe that okay what they and keep in mind, I'm media, so I get all these press releases and I see who's cut and who's not cut, and I get injury reports and things like that. And I did not see Chad Wheeler on some cut list, all right? Maybe I missed it. I don't know. My, my inbox is pretty crowded with the Super Bowl and everything else. But if the Seahawks think it takes all of us, pay this woman's medical bills, pay hire some private security or something to take care of her. I don't know. Do something, donate to a, to a shelter as well on, uh, you know, on, her, on behalf of her. Something, something, because it's just, it's just appalling, man. I'm, I'm sick of this. And, you know, I look at the Super Bowl media schedule. that's literally right in front of my eyes that I got. And like half the events involve women and domestic violence prevention and, and things like that. And it's just, just practice what you preach. Just practice what you preach. It's never mind the fact that it's ridiculous that 2021 Colin Kaepernick was never brought in for, for a workout, never, you know, never brought back but a bunch of domestic abusers. If you could play or know the right people, hey, you could still get a shot. But that that's another podcast I've done and another one I'll probably do in another day. But uh, just wanted to say again, uh, best wishes to the alleged vic- victim. Screw Chad Wheeler. I hope this guy gets, gets banned for life. Uh, he is a bum, but even if he wasn't a bum, as far as on the field, you should still ban him for life. The NFL needs to make an example out of him. 
Because maybe, just maybe, this will prevent other dudes from putting their hands on women and doing things that are irrational, stupid, dangerous to a person and, and themselves or all the above in general. Got to make an example here. All eyes are on you. It's Super Bowl week or Super Bowl month, whatever, coming up. You got to do what you got to do. Let's go to some of the comments here. Noe Lar says this guy can go straight to hell. I hope this gets on the news tonight and somebody shares this on the news. It looks like they're finally starting to pick it up. But I think if you weren't in the Seattle area in terms of like TV coverage, you wouldn't have seen it, which, which is insane. Okay, MIL2K11. That's because the NFL won't do anything unless there's a good chance an action can hurt their brand. If it can be swept under a rug, it will be. Yeah, you're probably right. But to me, it's like, it's really telling that the Seahawks just happen to casually let us know today. And I'm not, and look, I'm not indicting the entire organization here. Not everybody makes all these decisions and things like that. But somebody had to be the adult in the room the morally conscious person in the room and say, you know what? We just cut this dude. You know, why even wait for something horrific like this to play out? You know, if, if he's cleared, if for whatever reason, he, this is all just a misunderstanding. He's always bring the person back, cut him, ban him. But obviously given all the details that we know, I mean, it's pretty circumstantial that this dude tried to murder his poor woman. If Roger Goodell doesn't do anything, fire his ass. Uh, Roger Goodell works for the owners, so I, I don't think he's he's going to get his ass fired. Um, there have been definitely been times where I say Roger Goodell should have his ass fired, but I, I will say this, not to let NFL off the hook, but I do think Roger Goodell has done, I'm going to say a great job, I'm going to say a decent job in recent years of at least trying to make the NFL more inclusive, trying to you know be a little more open-minded. That being said, the NFL is still way behind you know, say like the NBA and, and some other leagues. And in, in general, when it comes to his punishments, whether it be for domestic violence, attempted murder, whatever the case may be, it's still very inconsistent, still extremely inconsistent. And, um, you know, it's really been that, honestly, it's really been that way since the Pac-Man Jones saga. When he first, when Goodell first re- replaced Tagliabue, it was like, oh crap, okay. You know, he's being hard on Pac-Man Jones. And hey, I full disclosure, I don't like Pac-Man Jones. Okay, whatever. Be hard on these guys if, if you think that they're repeat offenders and whatever the case may be. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff that went on with Pac-Man Jones at the height of his chaos, okay? Um, but, like, you got to be consistent here. Some guys get four games. Some, some guys get no games. I think Tom Brady got a few games for deflate gate, but there were some dudes that committed domestic violence or DUIs or whatever that didn't get any games and vice versa. It's just like, again, where do you draw the line? What is the real code of conduct here? I know it's a case-by-case basis and not everything's always black and white, but there's got to be something here. So, But in this case, obviously, they should uh, ban him for life. His defense will... Okay, let's see. Da-da-da. His defense will be mental health. His defense is already mental health. He's, he's claiming that right now. Well, I'm sorry, dude. I, I know a lot of people that go through mental, mental struggles and <laughs> they, they don't beat their, their wives or girlfriends. They, they don't. Okay, that's that's a classic domestic abuser uh, excuse. So anyway, I'm going to hop on out of here, folks. I just wanted to hop on and really just kind of bring the story to light, shine a light on the lack of media coverage, shine a light on the pathetic media framing by, by some of the, these outlets, and shine a light on this poor woman. And I pray to God that she's safe, that she recovers, and that she can get through this mentally, physically, and that the, the Chad Wheeler goes to prison for a very long time 
and she never has to worry about him again. And yeah, and I, and I hope the NFL makes the the strongest example out of him and scares a bunch of players straight. You know, there's a lot of great players in the league, a lot of really nice guys in the league. I've interviewed a lot of them who do great work on the field, off the field. You don't need people like Chad Wheeler on the field. You don't even need people like Chad Wheeler a part of the NFLPA, for that matter. I mean, seriously, you don't. Get rid of them, ban them for life. And yeah, if, if anybody needs uh, domestic violence resources, maybe you know somebody, maybe you unfortunately are somebody affected, um, you can check out rain.org. That's rain with two N's. Org. That's an organization that I, I've donated to that I support. Another organization I support is Nadia's Hope Foundation.com. That's Nadia's Hope Foundation.com. You can also just Google Nadia's Hope Foundation. And that also has a variety of resources for mental health, you know, getting help in general. So what can I say, man? Just this, this story helped me speechless. It was awful. God bless her and God bless all of you. Thank you so much for watching and listening. And uh, I will talk to you again very soon.